Welcome back to our Radio Rehab Best of 2016 week, where we revisit our favorite interviews and episodes, or actually your favorite interviews and episodes of 2016. Today, you get to hear the Swiss Army Man interview. It's a great movie. The interview was from June of 2016 with the Daniels, because both of their names are Daniel. I love this movie. I thought it was hilarious. It involves lots of flatulence and uh, Daniel Radcliffe. Hey, and Paul Dano. (laughs) Uh yeah, this was I I was I haven't seen the movie yet and I'm still bummed because you loved this. I movie. was so, I know I was like literally this is one of those movies where afterwards I was going I really thought everything had been done until I walked into that theater uh, until I left that theater I thought everything had been done I was wrong I don't know what I was doing that I was I was able I forget to, you could you I, literally I, I think you were doing another show or, or another interview you had to be I, somewhere yeah like I had to be I know I had to be somewhere else and I'm like I can't do it tonight. Yeah, and I, I was all pissed about having to go by myself, and I sprained my foot at the screening at the Dolby <laughs> Laboratories. That was awesome. Oh, yeah, that's why. We have video. We have pictures. Yes. Yeah, so the pictures that you will see that we will post of me with the Daniels, I have a big, fat cast on my leg. Yeah, and you took pictures in front of the- where, where The was Fairmont it? Was or the, the Ritz? Yeah. yeah, one of those. One of those she she. You're hotels. one of those. You're you're that person. If, you, if, if you're not friends with Dana personally, <laughs> she's that person that- you're like my mom. Will we be where we're walking, and then all of a sudden, you like you lost the person, and you're like, "Where'd that person go?" And I'll be like, "I'll be with my mom," and we'll be walking, and I'll be like, "Where'd she go?" And I turn around, and, and she's she, taking a picture of something mundane, like I do all the time. She takes pictures of flowers. So okay, well, I don't do that, but I take pictures of animal butts. Yeah. Well, because that's funny. Okay. And like I, we were waiting for, I think we were waiting for our lift. And I turned around and I was like, I was like, hey, the lift driver's gonna be here and like, and I turn around and you've got your foot on a brick wall in front of the Fairmont and you're trying to take a picture of your foot in front of the signs that say the Fairmont or the Ritz or wherever it was that we were at. <laughs> we we're gonna have to find those pictures. I, I know, I still, I have the pictures. I know where they are. And then I sent them to you, and you were like, "Just let me take the picture." Because yeah, doing a selfie. That's why my foot was hiked up. My foot was almost next to my head. And I'm not that damn flexible. So I had my foot propped up on this thing trying to do a selfie, and it didn't work out so These guys were fun, though. I really liked them. They were fun, and the movie was brilliant. I loved them. I totally would hang out with them. I think they're awesome. I I think I might have left it in. They did like an intro or an outro song with our names in it. Yeah, they did. And uh, and they were sweet. I liked them. They were. And go, yeah, go see Swiss Army Man. Uh, It is available on iTunes and DVD. Here's the interview. Check it out. Sitting here with Dana and Charlene, we're gonna record a cool interview. Please see our movie. We're bad at singing. Okay, great. <laughs> <laughs> so, welcome to the show. We're here with the Daniels. Thank you. Hello, Hello everyone. The directors of Swiss Army Man. So, I just want to say, walking into this movie, I was definitely positive that there were no new ideas, that everything had been done, and I stood corrected when I walked out of there. I can't. Oh, great. I loved the movie, and Thank I you. thought. I mean, I thought what I was going to see, because I read about it, and I was like, what, it's going to be like Weekend at Bernie's? So not. Yeah. But yeah, so I understand you guys, it was going to be a short film, but then there was too much content? No, it was, it was actually going to be like less than a short film. It was going to be a sketch. It was going to be, it was just like the image of a man like flying off to to safety, to, to home um, on top of a dead body that was farting. It was going to be like a beautiful <laughs> and and jubilant, uh, triumphant moment. And yeah, that was all we had. Yeah, just a vine. Yeah, exactly. Just a really, yeah. Okay, good vine. 
Yeah. <laughs> uh, but then we were like, oh, that's such a that's such a waste of time. We should never make that unless we have more time to tell a story. And so we were like, maybe this would fit into a feature. Maybe there's a lot of uh, interesting things to explore there. And and, yeah, and maybe maybe Dana will be. Uh, convinced that there's new ideas out there exactly i was i couldn't believe that and and that's kind of why we make our stuff the way we do is because we're also searching for new ways to um to remind ourselves that we're we're all humans and we are all just trying to figure this out and i think because we've been watching the same stories over and over again we forget that and it becomes really cliche and easy to gloss over the truths in, in films that um that we've been told so many times, and so this was like a fun way to transport us and our viewers to a new, uh, a new world and a new mindset, so that we can relearn those things. Right, and the music. Did you guys do the music? That's uh, what I was as you told. Could tell when we were singing. That's what I was yeah, like. Yeah, it yeah. sounds like the beginning of the movie. No, <laughs> we, uh, we hired some guys that are much better at yeah. music than us. Yeah, um, but it was a, cl- a very collaborative process. It was us two working with um, these guys from a band called Manchester Orchestra, who um, are amazing Atlanta band that we have done a music video for. And we just really liked the guys, and we knew that they're um, the the lead singer Andy has an incredible voice and a really great way of uh, crafting beautiful simple melodies and and we knew that this film was going to be filled with uh, melodies that get stuck in your head when you're um, out stranded in the middle of nowhere you know the kinds of things that you sing to yourself and that was kind of where we started but obviously the the score goes all over the place and it's very big and very majestic. Is that why it started off with the humming? Is it because he was trying to calm himself because of what he was doing? Yeah. Is it with the noose? Yeah, exactly. whenever I'm like, doing yard work or alone in the woods, I'll, I'll start singing and talking to myself pretty quick. Uh, yeah, so. but, but there, like you're saying, there is also this quality of, of, of um, there's, a, there's a peacefulness that comes with singing and music. And uh, um, even in the, in the movie, the, the main character talks about how uh, his mother used to sing to him when um, he, was, we, he would overthink things. And I think that that's kind of uh, something we do. We, uh, we, we all sing uh, or use music as a way to, to calm ourselves down. Definitely. Who thought, who thought of the idea of having one of the characters be dead? Was that, like you said, the beginning concept about somebody writing on their friend or a dead person, any dead person yeah. who's farting? Did, where did the dead guy come in? How did that come into play? Yeah, I mean, it, it started, uh, like you said, with that image. And then um, uh, we came up with the idea of, you know, the, the corpse coming to life and the, um, the guy needing to remind the corpse like what home is and like this is where we're trying to go and this is what life's like and 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 that was really when we decided like this could be a fun longer form project was when that relationship started to kind of evolve in our heads um this idea of uh uh being completely separate from society and trying to like teach uh an amnesiac like what he's missing um and uh and, and that kind of felt like a, a ripe little relationship. Um, so he's he's a dead guy for just a little while. Not right. Quite, yeah. 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 Just a little while, and then he comes back to life based on the memories and all of these the thoughts that the other character is putting in his head. I thought that was so interesting. Like, did that just come from exploration? Like, where where did all of the ideas come from? I mean with all the stuff that they're making in the woods and like all of these yeah. fake scenarios they're doing I, yeah i think where does it come I, from <laughs> we don't know i i, I think exploration is, is exactly right that's kind of our process we 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 have these absurd images that we 
latch onto and we really like for some reason are compelled to explore and the dig the more we dig deep um the more it rewards us i guess with especially this this specific uh story and so we just kept thinking about what does it mean for a dead body to be empty and for a man to have to fill it up again to basically uh deconstruct what it means to be a human um and like what would we what would we teach a dead body if they asked us what life is like and we we taught we would talk about Jurassic Park and we would talk about junk food and we would talk about um sex and we you know You'd all have to teach him about like his body because his body would really confuse him right and, yeah and, and and so that's i mean that it all everything even though it's it's an absurd premise everything tried to come we try to make it come from a really honest place like what what is uh what is the 2016 version of a man and what 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 are the things that fill his mind um netflix you know? <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, yeah i mean it was it was crazy and astonishing to me but it was also real yeah. like it was also like well yeah i mean like i also get that they were talking about actual feelings that people i mean things that like when he said before the internet girls used to be more special yeah. i was like that's such a brilliant thought that's so true yeah it's, we it's, were you know yeah. and then there's the internet and yeah. it's like nah. and it's real. It's, it's a really yeah. sad truth that like when we wrote it like it to us it was kind of sad and now whenever we watch it with audiences that people laugh there because it's it's almost like an like uncomfortable the biggest laughs it's like an uncomfortable truth that, it's like, yeah, yeah it really it's, is it's, it's like, like oh yeah yeah it's yeah and i, I <laughs> I, I think we wanted to fill the movie with those kind of uncomfortable truths that 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 you probably shouldn't put in the film and you should not say. But, um, but yeah, once we stuck them in there, it was, it's been really rewarding, you know, because like yeah, uh, everybody has this kind of communal experience of like going like being taken out of their comfort zone, but then uh, you know leaving with a little bit of hope and and going out in the lobby and talking. Uh, it's been it's been a pretty fun uh, prank to pull on people. Yeah. <laughs> Which part? Which parts of the movie have been most rewarding for you guys? Like, what feedback are you getting that's most rewarding? Which parts that you put wow. in? I think I think we sometimes we say like we, we wanted this movie to be like an olive branch from the weirdos who are out of the closet to all the weirdos who are in the closet, and and so like our, our favorite reactions are when people you wouldn't think would like this movie tell us they love it, um, whether that's like. Um, there was there was one lady who was like she was like my mom's age at Sundance and she came up on stage after a Q and A and she was like I know I'm not supposed to be up here but um I just wanted to tell you I I have I have one friend and and he can fart in front of me and I have another friend and he can't and and I just know he would be so much happier if he could and then she started crying and like that oh, happened yeah, yeah. And oh my god this big hug and and we were like it's okay it's okay. <laughs> And uh, yeah, it's so and that surreal. Was so rewarding to know, like our weird little movie, like our twenty-year-old selves, were able to make a movie that like rang true for her, you know, on that really weird level. Yeah, and obviously she wasn't she wasn't talking about farts. She was talking about something much deeper about a friend who she could not reach out to. But she used our absurd metaphor, and and it became a very real thing for her. And that's I think that's 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 been really amazing because I think this whole film is is. Uh, is an exercise in us trying to put out into the world something that is an anomaly or something that is a contradiction to what people believe um, should exist, you know? And so, like, if that starts to manifest itself in strange ways, like this woman's uh, um, ability to talk about her friend, that's absurd and funny, but also really beautiful. It's like kind of... Uh, 
the best kind of reaction we, you could hope for. Yeah, like does life imitate art? Or does art imitate life? It's, right, yeah, yeah. When people can see themselves in the movie, even if it's something kind of absurd. Right. I mean, then you did your, did your job basically. Exactly. Yeah, that was that was like one of those moments where it it, it felt like we made a, a good decision in making this movie. You know, and some days it's it's hard to tell. You know, sometimes it's, it like we kind of fluctuate back and forth between figuring out what this film um, has become. You know. Yeah. Like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, exactly. okay. yeah, what are we doing with our lives? That's the beauty know? part. That's yeah. pretty brilliant, yeah. though. I mean, that's For awesome. Sure. Yeah. How how was it cast? Because I think the casting was imperative to the fact that I think the movie was so good. It was exactly. brilliant. Yeah. Those oh my god, the actors were amazing. I can't imagine anybody else they, doing it. Yeah, they, that's they how we it. feel. Yeah. yeah. We um we just picked the best guys. And we were like, you want to do it? And for some reason they said yes. And we were like, awesome. Oh, yeah, it's, it's really, it's was really, that easy? It's really yeah, odd. Yes. It was. Like, we, we, we went out to some of our first choices and they were the ones who were most excited. And I don't know what it is about these two, but we just had a sense that maybe deep down somewhere inside of them was a, a weirdo and they would read the script and they would hopefully connect with something. And, and, it, and it happened to be true to our, like, to our surprise. It, like, they, it was surprisingly easy for them to say yes. We with, just talked with, to them and yeah. they said yes. With music videos, we've found like when when bands really want to work with us, like uh, things go well. And if they're like a little, like it's kind of begrudging, like it kind of doesn't work out so hot. Right. Uh, and so like uh, we we were so lucky and in, encouraged that like not only did they say yes, but they were like enthusiastic about it. And and the same with uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead is in the film, and that. Uh, we did not think that the the actress who played Sarah would be someone of her caliber, but uh, she like we reached out to her and she just said yes, yes please, and was like a big fan. And we were like, oh my god, okay, you now you have to be Sarah. I can't believe you that is are so, so cool. yeah enthusiastic about you know uh, going on this journey with us. Um, and that, that kind of rings true for the whole crew, you know. Yeah, like, yeah not only a bunch of folks who who wanted to be involved, not just like. Said yes. I think I think the people who are, who are drawn to this project end up owning the project too. They they end up like treating it like it's their own, which is I think so special and so so much. It make it makes the the final product watching the final product so much more fun, knowing that everyone has a piece of this thing, um, and it's not just ours anymore. Yeah. When you when you said that um, it works as well with bands when they're really into it, then it comes into fruition. Do, are you talking about Tenacious D by any chance? <laughs> I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm the biggest Tenacious D fan ever. Like me too. The Beastie Boys had to cancel on our Outside Lands festival, so I was horrified. Yeah. But then they were like, everybody's complaining. Oh, it's Tenacious D, and I'm like, now I'm yeah. all over it. Now <laughs> it's gonna really be good. <laughs> yeah. So I saw the, what's the rise of the, the rise of the Phoenix video. You yeah. guys, once I knew the connection, I was like, oh, I can see. How yeah. that you know? I can see that it's the same people directed for Army Man. Now I can totally see that. Nice, yeah. that's funny. Yeah, they were um, total sweethearts. Uh, we they didn't go after us that hard, but like they did like believe in us. Oddly enough, like we sent them that treatment, and we we're like, I don't know if they're gonna like it. And, <laughs> and Jack and Kyle were like, Heck yeah, we trust you. The strangest, the, and thing they're I, genius. Yeah. So oh, what a compliment! I know yeah. they're amazing. The the first time we ever met. Uh, them was on the day of the shoot because they just showed up and we shook hands and uh, we remember distinctly we shook hands with Jack Black and then he just looked at us and farted. No joke. Right then. And then he's like, guys, just farted. 
let's move the conversation over there <laughs> and we oh all moved God. over there and it was it was such it was such a funny way to meet someone because immediately the, there was nothing there was no wall between yeah. uh, anyone because that happened and, and it just became immediately like a really fun working relationship and I was like that is uh, that is an amazing introduction. Because he's exactly the way you would want him to be. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's how yeah, I would want him to exactly. be. Exactly. It, it, was, it was such a funny, strange thing. And, and, and it, even now, when, if we ever, when we do run into him, sometimes he's still just like a really sweet, genuine person. There was a while when like, he was the inspiration of this movie, like working with him and, and like him as like a, just like a weird guy who sings a lot. Like, we're like, I can see that. Yeah. There, he's, I, love, I love him. I think yeah. he's brilliant. Yeah, he's amazing. I think this movie was brilliant, too. We're out of time with the interview, but I just want to say I loved the movie, and Thank I think you. everybody Ooh. should see it. We and agree. Yes, <laughs> right. Shouldn't they? Yeah. No, it's, it's actually a great movie. I mean, I'm really a jaded person, and there, it didn't remind me of anything. Everything mm-hmm. was new, and just... I really appreciate that. Great. So thank I want to say we, thank you, Daniel that. and Daniel. We made it for you, specifically. <laughs> oh, my so. God. I'm I so know, honored. Yeah. <laughs> thank you, Daniel. Thank you. Movie yes, theater. go see my movie. <laughs> well, there you have it, folks. Go see Swiss Army Man. Thank you for listening to another episode of Radio Rehab, your news and entertainment dealer. You can call or text 415-496-9511. Email radiorehab at gotoproductions.com. That's G-O-T-O productions.com. On the Facebook, the Instagram, and the Twitter, it's at Radio Rehab Dana. Thank you for listening. See you next time. <laughs>